Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to another edition of Bros Pod. Bros Pod is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. We're back in better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome, everybody, to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden, of course, here in an undisclosed location, upstate New York. Actually, just before we got on, Jamal, I was looking at this tweet uh, about uh, the, uh, an Oakland County prosecutor says a teacher caught Ethan Crumbly, you know, the, the teen who killed those kids in Detroit. Yeah. I mean, out in Michigan. Yeah. A teacher says a teacher caught Ethan Crumbly searching ammunition on his cell phone during class, notified administrators and contact Crumbly's parents. His mom wrote to his son, quote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. And he said, somebody tweet Jamel Hill, that's why these parents are facing charges. Yeah. And, and you know, I saw that. I saw the prosecutor announcing the charges uh and yeah when that that part came out it just to me it was just like a you know another indictment on society like where we are today like everything that's going on you got parents raising their kids that way you know so it's the and it's the parents you know you know the parents trump people whatever whatever they are you know mm-hmm. they they're breeding the next generation so you know, that was just that was just like a telltale sign right there. I mean, it's just, you know, this is this is this is the society we're living in right now. Oh, man. You know, then, you know, I don't know. How do you feel, as, you know, you and your wife as parents? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we all all of us, you know, you raise children and it all it looks, you know, it looks dire. Then, of course, everybody survives it, you know, like you did. Right. I did. And I'm sure our parents were like. You know, this shit is going to hell in a handbasket. And somehow, um, and maybe it is, you know, but somehow every generation somehow survives it. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, like like you said, when you look at it like that, like, you know, we survived it, the generation, you know, past generations before us survived even worse, of course. But, you know, I was, the way things are going now, you know, you have, you have a, 50% of the country or at least 50% of the politicians trying to bring us back, you know, trying to take us back in time, whether it's race, whether it's gender, you know, you have the, the Supreme Court, right. uh, six, three 
conservatives are about to try to repeal Roe v. Wade. I mean, you yeah. know, they're, they're really just trying to take us so far back. You have they don't want to do anything about gun laws. It's almost like, you know, they they're they, you know, they pretend to be up in arms every time there's a school shooting or something like that. And then let's let's watch what they're saying two weeks from now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, to where they don't want to change anything. And it just makes me think about and then, when, you know, obviously we had we just had Trump as a president for, for four years. If that doesn't tell you something's very wrong with this country and we're not going in the correct direction, I don't know what does. And, and it just it just makes me, you know, look at history like oh, dynasties only last for so long. You know, right. how, how much longer do we have, you know, being, you know, this great, you know, this great country this so the so-called democracy you know we have when we have people in power positions trying to take us backwards so yeah 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 man it's tough it's uh you know it's, it's tough i don't really know what to say except um you know i'm supposed to be giving a commencement talk to the uh cronkite uh school of communications arizona state right in uh, a couple in a few days and wonder what do you tell what do you tell these kids in Arizona who are about to enter our our business, the business of communication? You know, and um, man, you know, these are future leaders. What are they? What kind of media are they walking into? Highly polarized. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe by the time I take the stage, I guess I'll know what I'm going to say. Yeah, I would. I would just to ask you to ask them to be better people, you know, ask them to try to appeal to the, to the goodness in their hearts to try to, you know, to try to make this world a better place. Because mm -hmm. like you said, where it is now and what they're walking into, if they just go with the flow, it's not going to be, you know, a great place for all of us. So I don't know. We need some real leaders uh, coming yeah. out of there. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, anyway, to the world of fantasy sports, right? Uh, that's supposed to take us away from all this delude, you know. Um, we've got, uh, I know we're going to start with college, but you know, you've got speaking of leadership, you've got down in Tampa your boy Antonio Brown with fake vaccination cards, right. uh, and him and uh, was it two teammates? Uh, yeah, I think, it, it, yeah, I think it was two teammates, yep. And I think they got three game suspension and somebody brought up, well, you have Aaron Rodgers, who was not vaccinated, uh, who tried to play little games, but clearly he was not vaccinated. He violated the protocols uh, and he gets a slap on the wrist. And I, I, I guess, you know, how do you feel about that? The, the, the Tampa Bay people, I guess, because they basically borderline broke a federal law. I mean, they, they forge documents. They right. forge federal documents. Right. So I guess that is a little more serious. Than yeah, and I, and, I, and remember we talked about this with with um, Aaron Rodgers on on a previous podcast. The NFL knew what his status was. It wasn't like he was right. tricking the NFL. In this right. case, you have Antonio Brown Brown trying to trick the NFL. It's a little murky as far as the facts are concerned, but it sounds like. Um, he actually has been vaccinated, but they're punishing him for trying to fake it at the beginning and and therefore breaking protocols, you know, at the beginning. But but 
the you know from what I'm hearing now, he they're saying that he is vaccinated at this point, but he tried to he he came into camp with a fake vaccination card. So it's a so they're getting them in 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 what what are they call retroactively. Yeah, they're getting them retroactively uh, for for trying to fool the NFL in the first place. And you know, I mean, Antonio Brown. I mean, it's just it's not surprising that that he would try to do that. In fact, I was surprised. You know, I was in Tampa Bay. I was surprised that they that that they had such a good record on vaccination, a quote unquote good record with uh, vaccinated players. Because right. I look, I was like, there's no way. This was I was thinking at the time, like guys like Antonio Brown. There's no way he's going along with this vaccination stuff. But I, <laughs> and I was like, maybe I'm wrong. I guess he did. But it turns he out he did. He tried to skirt it. Um, yeah. And he, you know, he the reason he gets caught is hilarious and, and typical Antonio Brown. Also, he got caught because his he I guess he he had a falling out with his chef. He didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah his he didn't personal pay his chef, chef. Didn't pay him. You know, just tried to shit on right. him. Didn't right. pay him. Right. And the guy snitches on him and has text messages to prove it. You know, this, we're t- he's asking, he's showing the NFL, hey, man, he, t- he texts me asking me for where I could get a fake vaccination card and all this. And we knew all that stuff was rampant. You you right. mentioned this a couple podcasts ago also that you knew, right. you know, before the season started, we were talking, you were telling us how, you know, you had heard from other people that, that right. coaches were like, hey, you know, I got free vaccination. I can hook you, can hook you up, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, but in common sense, you know, I mean, you know, all these college kids getting these fake IDs. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, there's going to be a huge industry, college industry in fake. And don't, you know, you've gone to restaurants, right? And you flash your card and these, you know, people at the door, you know, what are they going to have like a, a uh, what do you call it, laser kind of a, a black <laughs> a scanner or whatever? Yeah, yeah a scanner. Don't no, just fake. You know, right. they just throw it to fire and go. You're fire and go. Yeah, they, fire don't go. they want the money in their establishment. All, all they have to do to satisfy the law is is, is check people. So right. it's not their job to like try to discern whether it's fake or not. And then the, the vaccination cards in themselves are just flimsy little cards. It's not like there's anything special about the actual real vaccination card you get. Right. They just like seem like they could so easily be counterfeit. Right. Like they're not made on special paper. That you could only get from like a government source. I mean, you know, no. and, but, you, and you can do it digitally, right? You have the the digital uh, cards where you and basically you you're putting that in yourself. I don't know if if the if the government verifies it or not. I don't know how it works, but I but I've also heard from people that they that you can get a fake digital card. It just costs it costs a little more, about seven hundred dollars. And wow. people are telling me that I'm like, well, you know, the the vaccine is free. You know, why you're paying seven hundred dollars for a <laughs> fake vaccine? <laughs> Some people it's just to the chase. They just love to love to like you know get around the thing. You know, I don't right. know. And, and um, speaking speaking of the fake, you know, the the fake vaccination cards, and and there's probably more people who who have this. Arians had a you know had a quote today about saying that the league. I, I hope he said, I hope the league digs deeper and looks at other teams. Right. I'm sure there are other guys. Don't just, don't just suspend my guys. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> there are I other know. guys out there. NFL, go, go look at the other teams. Okay. That's right. So now, so that's funny. So now you've got, you've got uh, Arians saying, look at the NFL to look at other people. Then you've got Gruden who's saying he wants the NFL to look at all the other emails. You know? <laughs> right. 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 You know, so just don't be picking on me. So, you know, Potentially, man, 
if if Gruden gets his way and Arians gets his way, we could have a scandal of mythical proportions of <laughs> of, of, of there may not be a Super Bowl. You know, it'll be it'll be laden to scandals between the emails and all the fake vaccination cards. You know, I mean, teams could just be, uh, you know, uh, you know, sus- you could have star players suspended on Moss. You know, whole, whole first, you know, the you know, like the 49ers entire line, you know, offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, had a yep. oh yep. man. But but we know the NFL would not allow that. They would not allow the Super Bowl to be to be jeopardized. No. You you know that. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Who knows that? But what a what a debacle. Oh yeah. You know, it's just you know. ridiculous. Man. Kyrie Irving, he could have uh, how come he didn't do this? He could have gotten the he could have ended all this. Because he's he, got a fake ID card. Because he's a principled man, Bill. Yeah. You know, Kyrie Irving. He's doing it for the people. Okay. Right. He, right. You know, stand up, non-vaxxer. Okay. Uh, so you know that's why. But he, he, Antonio Brown and the whole thing, because a lot of people today, including Stephen A. Smith, he he was big on saying that uh, he broke Tom Brady's trust. You know, mm-hmm. he 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 stabbed Tom Brady in the back because Tom Brady brought him in and you know, all this stuff. And, that, and this is how he treats Tom Brady. But it, re- it reminded me of Kyrie and KD, like kind of what Kyrie right. has done to KD, like That's just right. back backstabbed him. You know, I'm supposed to be there with you, help you win this championship, but right. I just can't but, help myself. In both cases, both these people say, you know I'm fucked up, you know? <laughs> you know I'm fucked up. I got, I got written across, you know, written across my chest. I am fucked up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Do not trust me, right. you, know? Right. you know? And you did it anyway. Right. And here we are. Well, here, here we you are. are. Here you are. <laughs> I'm in I'm in New Jersey and Antonio Brown's you know, unbelievable. Yeah, um, so. Unbelievable. Uh, but now kind of getting to um uh, we'll get we'll leave the NFL for a minute, mm-hmm. but we'll you'll give us your uh quarterback ratings uh mm-hmm. before we get but I, I guess there is good news, man. If you are if you're a Notre Dame fan, well, if you're yeah, I guess a Notre Dame fan. Uh, one day you get bad news where your head coach scampers off to LSU. Uh, but the good news is that young Marcus Freeman, uh, the, the fighting Irish is black defensive coordinator, <laughs> right. uh, you know, gets the job, gets the Notre Dame job. So I guess he's the second African-American football coach uh, in, in, in uh, Notre Dame history. Uh, Ty Willingham was the first. Hopefully they'll, They've they've learned they'll do a better job. They'll they'll treat him. But that actually would be a good story to get to Ty Willingham. And yeah. uh, where is he now? Do we know? Is he still coaching? I don't think he is coaching. That's a good uh, when we get this young Booker. When we get our <laughs> when we get our researcher, right? Uh, we'll we'll send them to find out where Ty Willingham is. Right. I, I'd love to talk to him. He's a good guy. I love to see what you know what he thinks about this. Yeah, so I mean Freeman. Hope, hopefully, uh, he does. He he gets more wins than Willingham too. That that would be that, that would help, help you him. Do out. Have to win. Yeah, you have to win. You have to win. Um, but you know, Marcus Marcus Freeman, uh, like you said, hired as the Notre Dame head coach. Uh, he takes. Remember, they're not out of it this year. They still have an outside chance uh, to make to make the uh, playoffs. That fourteen playoff. I think they're in. They're in six. They're in the sixth spot now, I believe. But. You know, he's young. He's 35 years old. He was only at Notre Dame this year as their defensive coordinator. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. He was there one year. 
Uh, everybody loves him. Everybody thinks very highly of him, and that's players and other coaches. In fact, Kelly, Brian Kelly, who left and took the LSU job, the, the rumor was that he was trying to take Freeman with him and make him the highest paid defensive coordinator in football. Um, uh, but, and I think that's one of the main reasons that Notre Dame wanted to keep him. Right, they hurried up, they hurried up and hired him. Um, but he's 35 years old. Uh, he played at Ohio State. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL in 2009, just that year. And he was a defensive coordinator at Purdue and then Cincinnati for a couple years before coming to Notre Dame before this season. Uh, obviously, Notre Dame, like I said, having a great season. And, and a lot of people attribute it uh, to him, or at least part of it to him. Um, but, I mean, you know, he's now at Notre Dame, head coach in Notre Dame. He has no previous head coaching experience. Um, that's, I mean, this is, I mean, so, you know, people saying, you know, Notre Dame isn't relevant, you, you know, I mean, I, Kelly kind of made them more relevant. They're always kind of in the mix now. They don't right. have the toughest of schedules, but you, I mean, he, he's got to win right away. There's a lot of pressure right here for, for a guy, yeah. for a young 35 year old guy who's never been a coach before. That's a lot of pressure. He has to win right away. Yeah. Yeah, what's the record? What's Notre Dame's record? What do they have to do to get to the Final Four? Wouldn't that now? Now, now, is Kelly still coaching? I guess are they going to let no, him coach? No. Is send his ass to Louisiana? Yeah, he's he's already in Louisiana uh, with a fake, you know, talking to talking to the Louisiana f State fans with a fake Southern accent. Did you see that? <laughs> he, threw, he threw on the Southern accent. I'm like, isn't this guy from the Northeast? Yeah, he's like from fucking you know Iowa or something. He's know? talking. He's talking about you know he he said he all of a sudden he had a southern drawl. I was like, wow, <laughs> look at this guy. Yeah, you know? hey man, <laughs> for amount of money they're paying, he could he, he probably hired a hired a tutor. I, yeah, exactly. All on the plane, he probably had a, a tutor on the plane. <laughs> you know, give me give me some tips. What are, what are the key words, key syllables. All, uh, you know, I'm I'm really down with y'all and down, you know, you know, ball, you know, New Orleans. I'm down in New Orleans. New Orleans. Give, me a, give me a poor boy and a, and a uh, what do you call it? poor boy and a beignet. Give me a beignet. Okay. I'll call it down here. Yeah, we we gonna bring some football. So, so coach, when did you start talking like that? I know if if he gets a gold tooth, then I'll really be floored. <laughs> <laughs> I'll really believe it in then. But no, I mean, yeah, he's just you know, so he's out there already. Um, and it's really and so Freeman is coaching now. And uh I think what they need, they would need, you know, I think they would need obviously Alabama to lose, they would need Cincinnati to lose. A couple things would have to happen. Maybe even Michigan would have to lose to Ohio, because right now. The top four are Georgia, who plays Georgia one, Alabama two. They play each other. Alabama already has one loss. So the consensus seems to be if Alabama loses and gets that second loss, they'll be out of it. Um, but I think in fifth place is like uh, Oklahoma State, I believe. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. They have an outside yeah. chance. Yeah, uh, that would be great for this brother to get to bring Notre Dame. I mean, a lot of people are pulling for that. Right, you know, a lot of people be pulling for that, yeah. and I guess if Alabama gets knocked out, then uh, Nick Saban could could uh, join uh, Deion Sanders in the Celebration Bowl. Uh, <laughs> right. down in Atlanta, he could right. be he and the Duck, the Aflac Duck. They can <laughs> all, they can all make their they can make their appearance. Yeah, that's a big game tomorrow. You know, Jackson State 
right. plays. Uh, who the heck do they play? Uh, is it Prairie View? I think I'm, Jackson State plays. So. I think they play Prairie View uh, at home. And the winner, the winner, that's a title game played at Jackson State. Oh, okay. They have home. They have home field. No kidding. You know, <laughs> you know the winner goes to Atlanta for the Celebration Bowl, where they'll play South Carolina State. You know, so okay. everybody's everybody's pulling for that. So yeah, if, if Alabama gets knocked out, Nick Saban could join. Uh, you know, he could he could join uh, if if provided Jackson State wins, he could walk the sideline. You know, right. Right. Uh, then the other big news, Jamal, uh, you know, great Marcus Freeman is good news. Then we've got Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker, the Michigan State head coach, right. signs right. a 10-year, $95 million contract extension. Yep. And it's so making him, it's so funny, I think I sent you to know, making him the highest paid black coach in North America. And they wow. listed all the other black coaches. He's been getting paid more than Mike Tomlin. Wow. You know? Mike wow. Tomlin, Doc Rivers. I mean, they did the whole nine yards, you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's yeah. that's so, a, you know, and and well deserved. I mean, Michigan State hasn't really been relevant for a while, and he and they had a great season this year. Um, he's supposed to be a big time motivator. Uh, he's been there a long time. Congrats to him. They're ten and two this season. He also won Coach of the Year. The funny, the funny thing was, you know, this news came out of this big con contract. Uh, the week, the week up to their game, leading up to their game against Ohio State, so so was, <laughs> you know news broke that he was getting his ten year ninety five million dollar contract, and then next thing you know, at halftime he's down forty nine to nothing at Ohio State. So <laughs> right. you know, and then what, what the hell? <laughs> but he did he did bounce back the next week, and they beat another black coach at Penn State, who who right. also yeah. got who also got re-signed. Yeah. Um, Franklin make, uh, yeah, Franklin. Uh, Tucker makes more than him. Yeah, so, they so beat, I guess we're making incremental, incremental progress. I guess. Yeah, I was going to ask you. You know, what what do you what do you think about these these couple moves? Is this you know in in college football, they might be the worst. They might have the worst track record as far as hiring black coaches out of any of the the major sports. Oh uh, yeah, I, I think by far. Right, I mean, you can't you have to, you can't count baseball those kind of sports. Right, but if you just look at football, basketball, NFL, basketball, co you know, college basketball, yeah. you know, as far yeah. as those sports go, yeah, they're the college worst. football is like the Confederacy. Right, I mean, they, they like really dug in, man. It's really I call it a welfare for white coaches. <laughs> that, that's that's what college is because that's that that's it is, it's incestuous. They pass each other around, you know. <laughs> I mean, it is it is ultimately the old boys network, right? You know, and they'll let you know James Franklin, who's a brother, Stanford Shaw, David Shaw, oh, David Shaw's in it, mm -hmm. James Franklin's in it, now Mel Tucker's in it, so now, let, now, Mark, now Marcus Freeman, now, now Marcus it. Freeman's in it. So do you do you take any solace in these last couple of hirings? Do you think uh, this is? I mean, obviously it's some sort of good sign, but do, are you buying that that They'll, you know, this will that there could be some real change coming. Well, you know, you know I think sometimes this stuff, Jamal, like a merry-go-round with us. Mm -hmm. You know, you go round and round and round, and then when the merry-go-round stops, you get off, and you realize you're getting off the same place you got on. Right. You know, you really haven't gone anywhere. 
Right. But I do think that, uh, I mean, you know, we've probably been here before, you know, uh, you know, remember Ty Willingham was at Notre Dame. Right. And uh, you've had bits and pieces, you know, Herm, Herm Edwards is at Arizona State. Right. You know, um, I, I guess at some point, one of these guys has to get to the Final Four and play in the National Championship game and win it. Right. And you've got to have a couple major black recruits. And this is part of the problem. You've got to have a, a couple, a few major black recruits say they want to play for a black college coach. Mm. And that's what they're making their decision on. You know, I, they, I think have we to, have, they, have to, they have to say that. They got to say it publicly. They got to get on your podcast with you and uh, <laughs> right, right. Khalid, right. you know, up, on the Up, up Next, next podcast. Right. You know, and they got to announce, like, you got to get the top-rated, three of the top-rated football players in the country. You know, the prime the prime time players, and they got to say publicly, we want to play, we're going to go where there's a black head coach. You know, and I think that will, that will really, it'll shake up, I hear all the radio guys, you know, on these, you know, serious uh, college football. You know, oh, wow, the guys, why are they, you know, that kind of right, stuff. But right. that's what you, I think you have to have that. You have, you must have that, you know, and I just have, maybe I should find out who these kids are. That's how you give me some good, good columns. First <laughs> is uh, Ty Willingham. You got to find him. But right. then I want to find the, the top three recruits in the country who are black and talk to their, their parents. Cause you know, that's, that's who it is. It's their parents, right? You know, parents, they don't or, care. Unfortunately, it's also handlers, you know, yeah. and like, you know, basketball, AAU coaches, or I'm not sure if football, football, how that really works in football, if, the, if it's more the high school coaches, but you're right. I mean, it's, you know, it's either parents or it's their handler or something like that. They need to, they need to uh, try, you know, like you said, make a concerted effort. It, but you know, obviously, it hasn't been that important to these to these people. Well, that's the problem. But I think sometimes you have to put them on blast. Mm. You know, you have to do stories and talk to their parents, and and you know, and or, or whoever it is who pushes them to the decisions. But all it is, all you got to do is say it. You may not even have to do it. All you have to do is just say it. You know, sometimes. The fear of the riot is worse than the riot itself. <laughs> and, if, right. and if you have these people saying, I want to play for a black head coach, you know, then they'll be doing what the guy from Notre Dame did. Uh, you try to get the black defensive coordinator, you know, you know, although a lot of them probably have black recruiters. Oh, yeah. So that, that, that's, a, that's how they've they've been able to, to skirt the issue to some extent. You right. know, definitely – College basketball, you know, when you know, I, I did the story about black coaches, uh, you know, a lot of them being hired last season in college basketball. And when you're doing research for the for the stories, you see that assistant coaches, there are plenty, there are plenty of black assistant coaches because those are the recruiters. Those are the people that they want to have the relationships to go into the hood or whatever and and have the relationship with the kid and the parents and so they can bring them to the head, to the white head coach, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, you know, break the ice as far as that concerned. But the, but then in, when when it's time for them uh, to have a chance to become head coaches, it doesn't happen. There's there's that ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the recruit, I saw your story ran in the undefeated about the, uh, um, yeah, the, uh, the search firm, the search firms. 
Yes. Yeah. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You know. And that, you yeah. know, and that's what you know. That's one more. That's one more uh, thing. You know, area that needs to be diversified because you always hear when whenever these coaching hires come up. You know, a lot of times it's all we're we're hiring a search firm to do the search, and you always think, oh, the you know there must be some kind of algorithm or something how they come up with these these candidates. But no, it's just who they know, their network. So if you you need to diversify that space, also, you know, yeah. so so you have more networks involved. Exactly. Speaking of that, I know that we're jumping around. There's another opening in the NBA. The Portland Trailblazers mm. fired, fired their general manager. Um, apparently, it wasn't performance. Well, it was it was bad performance in terms of creating a horrible culture. Right. Uh, and I'm not sure if it was sexual harassment or what it was. But uh, there's now an opening at the Portland Trailblazers. For for a general manager, is it Neil O'Shea? Is that his name? Yes, yep, Neil yeah. O'Shea. And you, yeah, with that story, and them firing him, it just it also made me think. You know, what took so long? Like you didn't know. Like obviously, you know what type of you know ship he's running. Uh, you know that what type of guy he is. And all of a sudden, they had to do. You tell me, Portland had to do an investigation to find out that this guy was a horrible person and a horrible <laughs> manager of people. Like get out of here. You know, and, and if he were winning, I, I doubt they. I doubt no. this happens either. No, right. This is just convenient. You know, they, well, they're they're kind of in the doldrums. Right. So we might as well. Why not? You know. So it'll be interesting to see who they promote. Um, but sticking with, uh, have we exhausted college? Uh, you know, the Marcus Freeman good news at Notre Dame. Mel well, Tucker good news at Michigan State. Well, and, Brian Kelly. Uh, you know, just quickly on him going going to LSU, like I said, for nine million dollars, he was making two point seven at Notre Dame. And when I first saw that, that was surprising to me that that LSU could could pay so much more than Notre Dame. When people consider people consider Notre Dame to be this, you know, to have all this money and alumni and power and all this, and he could he went to he went down south to LSU. Uh, for s- basically six million plus more, yeah. and it may, and, it, and you know, so he goes down. So I'm like, wow, down south is where it's at. I mean, the, 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 that down south football money is no joke. And then yeah, man, thinking SEC about that, man. yeah, thinking about that, I'm like, that that sounds familiar. All that all that down south money for for <laughs> free labor. Yes, <laughs> that's right, that's right. They have deep roots. They've been doing it for a long Woo! time. They know what they're doing down there. <laughs> they know how, they know exactly how to do it. <laughs> You know, cheap, cheap labor, you know. Uh, yeah, man. Um, Please. What a racket. Then the guy from LSU, I mean, from Oklahoma, leaves Oklahoma to go to USC. Now, he may be in for a rude awakening at, US, at uh, USC. Uh, who's the guy at Oklahoma? At, at, U, at uh, Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. Yep. Leaves Oklahoma uh, to go to USC. Uh, didn't even have to pay anybody. He, oh, that's all he has to deal with. Did deal with the scandal of parents, you know, parents paying to get their kids on the football team. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Oh, he he had a couple big. You know, he's known as the quarterback whisperer because he had. I think he had two. He's had two uh, Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield and you Kyle mean, Murray. He better, he better get to Cleveland and whisper. You know, <laughs> whisper to Baker now, man. 
Exactly. But he had he had signed, you know, another five star quarterback to, to go to Oklahoma and that and he already is going to USC. He's going to USC, right? Yep, yep. And uh, you know, a couple big recruits are just following him. Yeah. I mean, that shows you how recruiting works too. I mean, you know, kids are going for the coach, not necess- not necessarily to the yeah. school. So Yeah. Yeah. Well you'll find out soon enough, man, when 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 Kareem, you know, has to make that decision. Right. Uh, what 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 sport do you think it'll be? You think it'll be in in baseball? Think it'll be in? I know you're not letting you and your wife not letting them play football. Although you you are you are putting. I w- I would, but you know we'll see we'll see who wins that battle. I don't know. I would <laughs> let them play. I mean, I played football. Um, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at me. Look, I have a bad I have a bad hip right now. Not from not from football. I think it's I don't know what that's from. But um, yeah, I don't, who knows? Who knows what's you know? I, I just put him on a debate team. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to play all sports. I got him in acting class. Who knows what what's good, what this kid's gonna do? I don't. And know. touch all bases, man. Be a, yeah. just 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 make the money. Be a child, <laughs> right, actor, right. tenant, whatever. Yeah, well, we got nil now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he can. Right. Make he, he some made, money. You know the way he took over the show, the last podcast. <laughs> you know, I mean, Kareem was very very impressive, man. He, he, uh, he was he was he was focused. I didn't know that was coming. You know? Yeah, no, he was very good. He wanted to ask him follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, 800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off. Price so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Uh, speaking of... Um... So we talked uh, uh, tonight, uh, we talked about the NBA. Mm. Um, still, to me, it's kind of early. There's yeah. a big game tonight. Phoenix on a roll. They play Golden State tonight. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I I really am still focused on the NFL, and I can't really deal with the NBA just yet. Uh, yeah, and I hear, and I, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I'm – I'm all over the NBA in terms of watching it or, you know, I watch it from start to finish, but I agree with you because, you know, I, I keep hearing these hot takes about, you know, who's going to win the championship, who who's better Phoenix or golden state. It's tw- like, you, it's 25 games in. We're not even 20. We're about 25 games in or less. Who, who cares? And who knows right now, you know, it's the trust the process. Like, every, like, every, like uh, Embiid was saying, like, this is just the beginning. We don't, we don't remember anything that happened last year at when in the first 25 games, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm not, what, what do you think? What, what do you think about your boys benching Kemba? Hey man, you know, Kemba had a good run. Kemba, you know, <laughs> no that's all. At all. Hey man, you know, I think, you know, eleven years. You know, small point, small point guard. He had to use every ounce of his athleticism uh, to really to get to the point where he was. You knew at some point um, it was going to catch up to him, and yeah. it has. So I think you know. I mean, he's still getting paid, so that's good for him. Yeah, he's got a great career. I'm sure. You know, you get to that point. You know, with making that kind of money, he's making yeah. it's just generational money. Right. 
Right. And he strikes me as being a very wise person, right. you know. And at a certain point, you know, your professional pride will say, yeah, I like to play. But then you step back and look at the big picture, right. you know, the big, big picture. And you say, right. yeah, I could do this for another five years, right. you know. And I think, and and he's a you know everybody knows he's a really good guy, great guy, um, like you said, wise, and it looks like he is thinking that way because it's not you haven't heard him complaining, you know. What's uh, to complain about? Exactly. Quickly, uh, the the uh, second year guard with the Knicks quickly was saying they asked him about Kemba and how he's been since he's been on the bench. He was like, he chance for us just as hard as he was playing if, as if he was playing forty minutes, and I'm like. There you go. Yeah. 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 He's not, he's not yeah, stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, because, you know, the Knicks seem to be, seem to really be making strides. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think Kim, but everybody else knows that if the Knicks do well, he's going to do well. Right. You know, you know, I mean, if, if, if that team does well in New York, if the Knicks do well in New York, everybody's on that team. Who knows? Kim could be like the valuable six man, you know, He'd be like the six, you know, and be the he'll, his role would be the mentor, right? You know, right? And like you know, they got young guards on the team, and I'm sure he is mentoring them, and they all looked up to him uh, when he was playing. You know, I think the, the like I said, the kid quickly. He had a quote the other day saying he was in middle school or something when Kemba hit that big shot for UConn at wow. Madison Square Garden. Which you know, that's wild. The kid was in middle school when you when you were doing big things. So I'm sure he's he's being a mentor to those kids. And you're right, the the Knicks are kind of on the come up. They're developing young players now. So Scott Perry is a is the is a GM with the Knicks now. And there's there are rumors that he's in play for that Portland job we just talked about, where Neil Neil O'Shea was let go. Yeah. Uh, there was a I think one, you know, either Woj or somebody like that tweeted that um that uh Scott Perry was in the mix to maybe uh, become the the uh, president of basketball oper- operations with Portland, so we'll see. Oh, no, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Scott's a good guy, smart guy, basketball guy. Uh, you know, so that no, that'd be that'd be a great move. It'd be great for him, and be great for Portland. Yes, because they they need they need a steady influence. Yes. So let's shift back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going into week. What week is this, man? Is this like week? 13, 17, 13. Let me make let me make sure. <laughs> You're right. I believe it's week. 13. It feels like seventeen. Week thirteen. Week thirteen. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you'll give us your annual or your weekly quarterback black quarterback power rating. What do you call it? The black, uh, yeah, the black QB power rankings. Black QB power ratings. Uh, Dak Prescott put on a pretty good show uh, uh, last night. Uh, or, or Taysom Hill put on an awful show, right? But what, right. what are your what are your what are your what are your what are the ratings this week? All right, this week you know it's, it's been tough because it's a 17 week season this year, and it feels like the grind is, has been even tougher. Every team is going through ups and downs. Quarterbacks going through ups and downs. Quarterbacks getting hurt, and of course the you know the same holds true for black quarterbacks. So, but. It was a tough decision, but number one, I got to keep Dak Prescott at number one. I know he didn't have a great game last night, uh, kind of pedestrian numbers he put up, but they got the win. Dallas is eight and four, uh, and Dak is sixth 
uh, in QBs and passing yards, sixth in TD passes, seventh in passer rating, and fifth in completion percentage. So I think Dak is the number one guy in terms of black quarterbacks right now. Number two, Mahomes, and we, we keep talking about this, how people are saying that he, he is <laughs> that he, that he, acting like he fell off or something, but he's still right there. Yeah. Um, he's, he's turned it on the last two weeks. He's fifth in, in passing yards, third in passing TDs, and they're seven and four back on top of the AFC West. Then I'm going to go with Lamar, number three. My man, Lamar. Lamar, like he just gets it done. We know it's not about uh, it's not about passing rating with him. It's not about completion percentage with him. He's 16th in yards passing and TDs, but he's ninth in rushing yards. And he is that team. He is the reason they're eight and three. Yeah, he, and a he is the Ravens. <laughs> right. He is the Ravens. And he's and everybody's getting on him. But, you know, he had he had a terrible game last week. He, he had four interceptions, but he won. You know, right. he figured he figured out a way to get it done, and it, and it was because of him. Yeah, he may have thrown those four picks, but he's the reason they won, as right. usual. Yeah, as usual. I heard somebody say, you know, on uh, NFL radio, uh, may have been um, who's the guy? Uh, he was an Oakland Raiders quarterback when they won the uh, yeah, Super Gan- Gannon. Gannon, and he was, you know, you know, Gannon. I like him in that he, he will speak his mind. Right. You know. But I think these guys, everybody's got a blind spot when it comes to Lamar because at their heart of hearts, they know that's not the way to play the position. The way to play the position is, you know, Johnny Unitas and that kind of stuff. But he's just so dynamic that right. they got to give him this due. And he said, well, you know, he, he was, he was the point he was making that these young quarterbacks throw all these interceptions and nobody, there's no consequence. Nobody's getting benched. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's benched. I said, well, Lamar, guys like that, like Lamar, Michael Jordan, whatever, you don't bench him. Because, right. you know, eventually they're going to do just what he did, that he's going to be the reason you win. Right. You know, so those four interceptions, you know what? This guy's probably going to win the game for us, some kind of way. And, you know, yeah. And, and I heard, uh, I think it was Hasselbeck with uh, ESPN. He made a, a great point that I thought I thought was great, where, he, where they were talking about the interceptions and what do you do? He was like, hey, do you tell, do you tell James Harden to stop shooting? When he right. has a bad game, you know, do you, do, you know, he has a lot of turnovers. Do you tell, do you take him out the game? No, you, you let those guys go because they are dominant players. You know what I'm saying? They, they're going to do more good than bad and they're, and they're great. Like, so that, yeah, he's going to make mistakes, but, but it doesn't matter. I mean, like they're eight and three, they're, you know, they're in, they're in, they're one of the best teams. I think that's, they're the, they're the number one team in the AFC right now. Okay. So, so yeah. he's doing something right. And it's like you said a while back. I mean, he's, he's that guy, he's that athlete. He finds a way to get it done. It does. It may not be a traditional way of doing it. And and you're right. I think a lot of people and and black and white commentators say the same thing. You know, I heard Booger McFarlane saying that Lamar does. There's no way he matches up to Mahomes, and you can't even put him in the same category as Aaron Rodgers. Really? He has an MVP. You know, he he. You know, his team is a, a top his division. You know, yeah. just because he doesn't do it in the same way, you know, the same classic way that that you were brought up to believe is the way you play quarterback doesn't mean he's not playing quarter, quarterback. You know, that's yeah. what, that's what he's doing. What do you want? Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the, the problem for Lamar, not the problem, but the challenge, he, it won't be until he wins the title. Right. He's got right. to win the Super Bowl. 
right. and holds the Lombardi trophy over his head right. to basically silence it for at least a while. You know, <laughs> right. But but he has he to might, he might have to win two or three. Yeah, but he was that first one, and that'll shut a lot of people up temporarily. At least they'll be it'll force them to kind of mumble under their breath. Right. You know. Right. You know, grudgingly, grudgingly. Right. You know. Um, you know, and you're right. But if he if he can figure out how to win one, I'm just curious what he's gonna look like when he's 35. Because you know he's gonna have I mean, this he's playing a young man's game, a young man's style. And unless he's like, uh, who's that wide receiver now for the Oakland Raiders? Uh, the guy who could still fly. He left the Rams because he wasn't getting enough oh, playing. Desha- Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. A guy like that who's 37 and can still fly, you know. You know yeah. Yeah, you know. he'll probably still be able to run at, at not, you know, not like he does now, but he'll probably still be pretty fast at 35. But I, but I hear what you're saying because I think about the same thing when I see him. You know, especially like uh, design running plays, you right. you know that's not that can't last forever. Also, you're going to take hits eventually. You know, right. as remember, as you get a little slower, like once right. you get to be 30, 31, <laughs> you're going to you're going to lose a little speed, and, and then you got all these gonna get 23, right twenty three year olds <laughs> right defense. flying at you. <laughs> you know, so he's going to have to. You know, he has time though. You know, and he has gotten better as a passer uh, every year. You know, he's yeah. he's more he's more accurate now than he than he was a year or two ago. Um, I think he's a smart enough player that he'll figure it out as far as that yeah. goes. Um, yeah. But as of right now, I mean, there's no more dy- dynamic player. No, no, by far. Right. So Lamar's number three. I got Kyler Murray is four. He's been out for a while, but he's still number one in passer rating and completion completion percentage. He's still 11th in TDs after missing all these games. He's actually supposed – they're thinking he's probably coming back this week uh, from that from that high ankle sprain, so we'll see. Uh, Arizona's 9-2, and two, so he's in he's in good position here to uh, come back and really, you know, Arizona could make a lot of noise. It's really impressive that they've been winning without him, so it shows you they have a real team. Yeah. You know, they, have a, they have a good team, good defense yeah. uh, all around. So, you know, Kyler Murray could mess around and get to the Super Bowl. We'll see. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great, man. Wouldn't it be great if it's Arizona and Baltimore? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great for us, yeah. uh, not for everybody. But, you know. I know, right. <laughs> People were at the, they'll storm the Capitol building again. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they might do that. They might do that. Or or the uh, taking the NFL, our game from us. <laughs> the league office. They might storm Goodell's office. They storm, 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 <laughs> storm the league office. What's wrong? <laughs> the Confederate flags. On oh it. my God! Yeah, you can't put it. You can't put anything past him. But uh, number five, I got Bridgewater. He he's kind of moved up because he. The thing about Bridgewater, I've had him lower on this list before, but he's you know he's so steady. While other quarterbacks on the list, you know they they they're inconsistent. They have good games and bad games. Bridgewater is always right in the middle there. Yeah, he's at it. yeah. No, team, no, 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 no. He won't take you to the mountain top, but he won't drag you to the valley either. Exactly, and 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 that you can see that in Denver's record, they're six and five. Uh, he's eleventh in passer rating, sixth in completion percentage. He's middle of the road in TDs, but like I said, he's been so steady. He's at five. I got J- I got Jalen Hurts at six. He, he's been a lot better too, but you know he's he's basically a mini Lamar Jackson right now because his his completion percentage isn't great. His his uh, passer rating isn't great. 
He's 19th in yards, 21st in TDs, but he's 10th overall in rushing, and that's that includes running backs. Uh, Lamar is ninth overall in rushing, so he's just, he's right behind Lamar in rushing. Uh, but he's that'll not, be a, that'll be a good race. Yeah, that, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a good race, definitely. So we'll see. Um, Russell Wilson, he's been you know he got hurt and he hasn't been able to put it back together. He's all the way at seven. Seattle's wow. three and eight. Uh, like I said, the last couple of games he's been back. He hasn't been good. The team hasn't been good. So that's why Russell Wilson is down. Uh, Tua, I got I got Tua. I felt bad. I haven't been including him in this list of black quarterbacks, but he's, he's a quarterback of color. I felt I felt obligated to put him, especially after he's playing better. You know. Yeah, you got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take him. We'll take him now. You know, he's, he's now one of us uh, yeah. because because he's playing better and he's. You know, he's uh, actually second in completion percentage. So he's very accurate. Um, and and the Dolphins are now five and seven. They've won four straight, four or five straight games. I, I might be five. I'm not sure. And now uh, Flores, uh, black head coach, he's back in the mix. You know, they play they play the Jets. I think they play the Giants and Jets the next two weeks. So, so if they, they win those two, they'll be, they'll be 500. Yeah, they'll be 500 back in the playoff race. So look at that. I mean, it, I think he started with oh, one in seven or something like yeah. that. It was pretty terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. So he might be back yeah, in it. Is. Bringing up the rear, don't, you know, it's just Fields and Tyrod Taylor and then Cam. So that's what we got. Cam. Yeah, <laughs> for Cam. Poor Cam. You know, yeah, the first game, I'm back. I'm back. Cam. <laughs> oh man oh man yeah he had a terrible game last game you know hopefully we can just chalk that up to a bad game we'll see this is a big game this week is a big game for cam right this is a big this is a big game and then it makes it so bad that the guy in new england everybody just has put him in the hall of fame already matt jones right mac jones yeah cam, already, and, and let me say cam's actually on a bye this week so he you know he, he has a week to to get his act together for the get it together yeah but you're right yeah mac jones everybody's you know calling him the rookie of the year right so accurate and you know they the, the pa- patriots are eight and four right now yeah all of a sudden man you know uh they're leading that division and buffalo's kind of looking up yeah. you know they're it, actually it, trying to start trying to treat they're getting ready to treat the Allen kid like a black quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, well, he runs too, so you know. Yeah, they, they don't they're like kind that. of like grumbling about him, you know. Right. So that and that's actually the Monday night matchup: uh, Buffalo versus New England. It's at yeah, Buffalo. That's going to be that's very a, good. That's that's a very good game. Mac Jones is just he's he's on a very good he's in a great situation for a rookie. Okay. It's perfect. And and you know his the way and they drafted him for a reason because the his style of play is also perfect for them in terms of yeah. it's all about short pass accuracy and he's getting he's getting a little better each game in terms of uh, longer passes so yeah yeah so you can't begrudge him that as much as I try yeah you know, we, we uh, tried we tried and you know he, he didn't look he didn't look great the first few weeks but uh his, his I I mean I have to admit his accuracy is uncanny like right. so, like his like. You know, 10, 20 yard passes. I mean, they a, a lot. Of, I mean, it's just like ridiculous how accurate it is. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So good. You know, yeah. you know, good for him. Yeah. Good we'll for see. him. We'll see. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We're we'll waiting. See. We're waiting, Matt. <laughs> we're, we're waiting. He still he still has to do, you know, he hasn't done anything yet. No, let's not get crazy. You know, he hasn't won any playoff games or gotten to the Super Bowl or anything like that. We'll see if he's capable of all that in the future. 
Yeah. All right. Well, um, good. Yeah. You know, um, you could take Antonio Brown and shove it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, right. you know, people are saying like, oh, you know, New England can win a Super Bowl. I don't know about all of that. You, you think you think they can win the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I can only hope that they don't. Yeah. Right, right. You never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, there's no, you know, one of my, my one of the joys of the season for me is is is, is the Rams. That's one of the joys because I could not take this stuff with Stafford. You know, Pat, they were like Pat Stafford, the guy who gets yeah, Pat Stafford. <laughs> you know, he's the guy who gets all the credit and none of the blame for what right. happened in, in Detroit. It was right. you know it was everybody else's fault. It was uh, 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 what's the name's fault? Why Calvin Johnson's fault? It was the city's fault. It's everybody's fault. And you play X number of years when no playoff games is everybody. Then he goes to LA and says, ah, now we've got the two, the geniuses united. That's all Sean McVay was waiting for. Blah, 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 blah. You know, now all of a sudden the shit, you know, fucking house of cars is starting to collapse, you know? And that was my, that was my uh, NFC pick. So not looking good there. Yeah. I mean, they could recover. I hope not. You know, (laughs) you know, I just, Come on, Pat Stafford. You, you come on. You got to do better than this, man. And his stats are good. You know, same thing. Well, we look at his numbers. His numbers are great. Well, his numbers have always been great. Right, right. <laughs> That's why we call him Pat Statsers. He's a, he's a good fantasy quarterback. I actually have him. <laughs> I actually have him in one of my fantasy leagues. He's doing he's doing okay for me. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Keep, keep it up, Pat. Even if you lose, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good. That's good. Um, all right, man. Well, listen. It's been a good week. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the weekend. Yes. You know, looking forward uh, tonight by the time people hear this. Um, they've got the Big Ten Championship tonight. Uh, uh, Iowa and uh, Michigan. Yep. And Michigan, Michigan and Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Harbaugh, Harbaugh, another, the other Harbaugh, who is basically close to getting fired. And now yep. he's in the championship game. Yeah. So, you know, good for him. And, um, oh, tonight. The Pac-10 championship game. Yep. Oregon, so people, Utah. Yeah, that'll be fun. So uh, good. Then this weekend, then Monday. And- yeah, this weekend you got the big uh, Georgia-Alabama game. Georgia's undefeated. They could knock uh, Alabama out of the uh, playoff race. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be, you know, Georgia's not used to being there. Alabama's the, the you know, the, the big king of college football. So I know Georgia, this is a big test for Georgia, even though, you know they're favored. They're like a almost a touchdown favorite. They there was a there was a stat I saw on Get Up this week where the, where this is the first time Saban has been more than a three point underdog since '09. Wow, wow, <laughs> you know, wow. Well, that'll make good. That'll probably be must see TV. Yeah, I'll be watching. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, be watching. Yeah, I'll, be watching, I'll be watching everything. You know. Oh yeah. Now now you got this this new variant coming <laughs> seriously man everybody stay safe for sure this uh omicron or omicron whatever you call it yeah omicron omicron yeah omicron <laughs> uh, which is next what's next yeah exactly exactly that's the that's the question you yeah. know as long as, as long as you have a, a large segment not vaccinated there are going to be variants yeah yeah antonio brown lead the way brother yeah thanks you a know. lot thanks a lot antonio Get vaccinated. Thanks, Kyrie.
All right, man. You want to tell everybody how to, yeah, thanks, Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. Before we get out of here, thanks to all the listeners. Uh, continued support. Uh, you, you can, of course, continue to listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all that. Uh, keep following us on on uh, social media, at BrosPod on Twitter, at BrosPod on Instagram, and Bill Roden on Sports on Facebook. And we'll be back next week with more, yeah. with more good content. More scintillating content. Yeah. Everybody, uh, continue to stay safe. <laughs> you know, continue to bob and, bob and weave, duck and dodge. Keep those you masks know. on. Keep those masks on. Those especially, around, especially around me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't relax. You know, no. Don't relax. Still out here. And keep praying. Yes. All right, everybody. Enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. God bless everybody. For listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.